This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. Good afternoon. Yes, you are listening to Simply Real Estate, and I am your host, Todd C. Slater. You know, here we are, I'll call the first week of 2016 done. And, you know, after being in real estate for probably 30 years now in multiple capacities, you know, actually 35, I think, would be closer to the date, but 30 years of, you know, every single January, you start fresh. Here we are, brand new year. If you're a realtor, you're looking at it saying, okay, do I have business for this year? If you're a contractor, you're hoping to make it through the winter. I've been in both places, and I got to tell you, January is always that month where you're sitting there a little bit nervous thinking about what the year is going to unfold like. And, you know, that's the one thing that I'm hoping that we can shed a little bit of light on today. Um, Later in the hour, I'm going to have a very special guest joining me. He was good enough to tell me that, you know, even though he's away um, on vacation, uh, it's kind of funny because you'll find a lot of realtors, they take this time right now at this time of year to be on vacation because they know they're going to come into a busy market very soon. And uh, it's Mr. Greg Gilmore. He is one of the founders, the original founders of Remax here in Canada back in, I would call it late 1970s, early 1980s. He's one of the owners or he is the owner of one of the biggest uh, Remax brokerages in Canada, Remax Realty Specialist. Uh, he's a bit of a mentor to me. Um, in fact, uh, I got my start in, re- in real estate with Greg. And so he's going to be joining me live uh, later in the hour. And we're going to talk about all sorts of things regarding realtors, the market. I mean, folks, when you when you want to find somebody with experience, you're not going to find anybody with more experience in real estate than this gentleman. And so you're going to want to tune in and stay tuned in uh, or later in the show, because he is definitely one of the authorities in real estate um, when it comes to buying and selling homes. He's seen it all, and you're definitely want to have, going to want to have a listen to what Greg has to tell us about 2016. But hey, listen, before we go bolting forward into 2016, why don't we take a look at what the Toronto Real Estate Board just told us this week? First and foremost, yep, it was a record breaker. Yes, we did go over 100,000 units sold in the Toronto Real Estate Board. In fact, the exact number that was quoted was 101,299. That's incredible. And, you know, in all the years in real estate, I look at that and say, wow, I cannot believe the number of homes sold. But yet there are so many buyers that did not buy. These are the people that have been focused on getting into a certain neighborhood, a certain style of property. And unfortunately, their needs were not met. They couldn't get they lost in competition. They didn't get the right property, etc. And you know what? This may have some indication of what we can look at for 2016, being where we are right now. What is the market going to look like? I think it's going to be interesting. But if we go back to the numbers and figure out our percentages, and this is where, you know, when people say real estate's a good investment, well, if you bought or if you owned, for that matter, in the 416 
in 2015, your price went up by almost 12% for a detached home. Now, remember, when I say detached, that means that you are not attached to another property. You are not a townhome. You're not a high rise. We're talking individually. You own the building and the land detached property and 12% increase. So take your basic number at 500,000. So your property went up 60,000. Is that a good investment? Well, if you're taking a look at your stocks this week, I'd have to say that, wow, a 12% return on, on investment is incredible. Who knows where the stock market's going to go this, this year? I don't know. This is not called the Simply Stock Market Show. This is called Simply Real Estate. And so I don't even want to try to predict where the stock market's going to go. All I know is it's an interesting ride. And for those of you on it, I wish you all the best of luck. But we're going to talk strictly about real estate because that is what this show is all about. Now, of course, when we take a look at a couple of the other market uh, pieces out there, you take a look at the semi-detached market, which means that you're normally conjoined to another property. It did have a, a decent increase as well, 10%. And we look at the 905 area, it was a little bit less uh, than the 12%. We were seeing anywhere from about 8 to 10% increase out in the 905. So does that mean that that's the place to be? Is, there gonna, is the market going to continue on? So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Simply Real Estate. Now, I'm your host, Todd C. Slater, and we're just talking about 2016 and what happened also in 2015. Where's the market going? 2015 told us that we had a really good market. The best on record, probably. And if we say that, then how do we top it? Or can we match it? Or is it going to be a lot less? Again, later in the hour, I'm going to have Greg Gilmore join me, and he's going to tell us if he thinks the market's going to continue in 2016. But right now, most of the leading experts are saying that there's still some demand. So what happens when you know there's still demand? Well, of course, Canada's leading bank, Royal Bank of Canada, RBC, has announced that they are increasing the five-year fixed mortgages to 304 now, for those of you that have just fallen off your chair thinking that that is crazy amount of money, think about what the percentages used to be like, 14, 15, 18, 20%. 3.04. Now, if you remember, and if you've been tuned into my show for the last few months, you'll remember that I've been saying this was going to happen. And I'm not saying that I have a crystal ball, but this had to be a natural reaction. Now, the Bank of Canada has not done anything. And, you know, one of these things is that a lot of these banks are saying, they're saying, let's see if there's profit in the market for us. So we're going to go after it. But if the market decides to start to soften a little, meaning they're not seeing the amount of mortgages come out, what do you think is going to happen in the spring market? If you remember a few years ago, Bank of Montreal turned around and they decided that they were going to initiate a 2.99% mortgage. And of course, I think it was Jim Flaherty at the time, uh, got a little upset and, and decided to put a little bit of pressure down on, on them and said, listen, that's not a good thing for our market, so let's not do it. And of course, they went backwards on that. And a couple of months later, sure enough, it popped itself up again and it kind of stayed with the market. So are we going to see it? You know, just because a big major bank is sitting there pushing the number to 3.04 or for that matter, 3%, are there other deals out there? Yes, there is. And is there other options you don't always have to have a fixed rate mortgage. You can go to a variable mortgage and you're going to save money. Now, historically, if you had surfed the variable over the last, I would say, 15 to 20 years, the variable rate mortgage was actually a better product than a fixed rate. 
But for those of you that get a little bit nervous and you kind of sweat and can't, you know, middle of the night you wake up and you say, oh, what have I done? This is why you go to a fixed rate mortgage. But if we're talking variable, that's a much better number. And you can still look at variables anywhere from 2.2 to 2.6%, which is a very attractive rate. And again, if you're buying right now and you're going to close in the next three months, six months, that's probably the option to go to. I do believe interest rates are going to probably go back a little. I think we're going to see the major banks are all going to hop on, hop on the bandwagon. They're all going to hit that 3%. And then we're going to start seeing a few more discounts come spring if the numbers are not making sense to the banks anymore. So do we, are we going to see the Bank of Canada all of a sudden jump up our rates? Mm, probably not. And there's no indication right now. If the stock market's any indication, then we're going to see a rough ride this year in 2016. But other than that, I think that the public themselves are going to turn around and adjust the rates because they're going to sit there and say, well, listen, we're not paying this amount. So you know what? We'll all hold off. And for those of you that are mortgage brokers out there, you know that this is good for your clients because you have the ability of going to multiple lenders to be able to get some decent deals out there. Now, Speaking of deals, is there going to be a deal in the marketplace this year? What is the percentages that the market's going to go up? You know what? I'm going to hazard some guess here. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to see what you all think. And by the way, next week when you tune in, you're going to be able to call me live here. I'm going to do another free-for-all next week because I want everybody to be able to tell me what they think 2016 is going to hold. And of course, if you have any other real estate questions, but here's what, here's my prediction. I'm going to put on my, I'm going to pull out my crystal ball and I'm going to start saying what I think is going to happen. I think the 905 market area could probably sustain anywhere from a five to six to 7% increase throughout down to about June, maybe July. I think we're going to see the market return to normal. In 2015, we had no let up. In other words, every single month virtually was peaking out, meaning always a record. But I think 2016 will go back to normal. I think we're going to have a strong spring market. I think prices will be decent. I think interest rates are going to still be in the right range for people who want to buy. I think what we will have, though, is we'll finally have a summer slowdown. And that's kind of indicative of most real estate markets. It's just for the last year, we didn't see it. We blew through June, July, and August as if it was May. And that's the first in the last few years that we've seen that much turnover of real estate in the summer markets and right through the fall, almost right up to Christmas. So we've had some record, record months. Can we sustain the record months? Not necessarily the volume, but the dollar value, definitely. Again, as I said, we're going to be joined by Greg Gilmore shortly. And when we are, you know, that's a question for Greg. What does he think the market is going to look like for 2016? I don't know. What's your plan? Have you made one yet? This is normally when you or most people start making a plan to move. Is that going to happen for you in 2016? Remember, I had a list a couple weeks ago that I was telling everybody they should make. If you're going to get your house sold or if you're going to buy a property, make sure you make that list. That's the one that you have to have the proper home inspector, the proper lawyer, the proper realtor, and of course, the proper financing. You know, don't be afraid to shop around, folks. There's a reason why people should earn your business, and that's what you need to do. You need to get the people to earn your business, and that's going to be the year of 2016. So we've got a lot more planned for you in this hour. Like I said, uh, right after the break, we're going to be joined by my special guest, Greg Gilmore. 
And later in the hour, I'm going to be talking about investment real estate. Hey, is this still a time to buy investment real estate? Well, we'll talk more about that later. So stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. Now back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, you know, at the start of 2016 here, I kept thinking to myself, what am I going to do to help our listeners have a better understanding in the marketplace? And fortunately, you know, I was able to reach out to somebody to me who is very important in the real estate world. He is one of the founders of Remax in Canada. He is broker owner Greg Gilmore. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I would tell you that he is probably one of my mentors. Uh, when I first got into real estate almost 25 years ago, Greg was there, you know, ushered me through the whole real estate world. Greg, I'd like to thank you for joining us. I know you're not in the country, but thanks so much for joining us here at Simply Real Estate. Oh, Todd, it's my pleasure. Just to kind of bring our listeners up to speed on things. Um, now, you've been in real estate, I think we were saying somewhere around 40 years. Is that correct? That is correct. You are one of the founders of Remax in Canada. In fact, you own one of the biggest real estate brokerages for Remax in Canada, uh, Remax Realty Specialists. We should really talk about the marketplace itself. 2015, you know, if you reflect backwards on it, what, what did you think of 2015 as a market? You know, 2015, we had a really slow start to the year, but it totally, totally recovered. And we had actually like some pretty substantial gains. And anything that was well-priced, we were seeing multiple offers on. And each time the property sold, it seemed to sell for a little bit more than similar properties had previously sold. So we had a very, very active market. And I would say it was more a seller's market than a buyer's market. But I, anybody who bought early in the year actually um, had already made money by the end of the year on their investment. Toronto Real Estate Board, Greg, came out with a stat that said detached properties in the 416 area went up about 12% last year in 2015. They said semi-detached properties went up about 9.5%. But the big number, of course, for Toronto Real Estate Board was the fact that, you know, they almost did 102,000 transactions. That's a record for us. You've been through all the, the ups and downs. Are we heading for a bubble or do you see 2016 still being a good market? I think 2016 is going to be a very good market again. I don't see anything that is going to... Um slow the market down. Like the interest rates are at an all-time low. I don't see any major changes to the interest rate in the near future. And interest rates just make affordability there, even though the prices have been creeping up over the last several years. Um, but the interest rates are being so low, makes it properties are affordable. So we heard uh, this week that RBC was going to push their five-year fixed rate just over 3%. As you know, I've been in real estate quite a long time because I, I started with you in the, in the early days and you know spent my entire career with you guys. One of the biggest things that I think that you know for yourself, you've seen interest rates at incredible highs and hearing that they're going to raise the interest rates to 3.04 for a five-year fix, I think a lot of our listeners are, you know, are sitting there saying, oh no, you know, the rates are getting expensive of reality states that it's still very low money. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm one of those unfortunate people that had a 19 and three quarter percent first mortgage in the late 70s or early 80s. The rates went even higher than that. To me, these rates are still bargains. And also, it's not unreasonable to get four to six percent return on investment today. So if you're looking at four to six percent investments, then you can get a mortgage at 
3.04, it's still a bargain. I know you're very diverse in real estate. Um, you know a lot of people that are investing out there. You and I had a conversation earlier, and we were talking about the fact that there's a lot of people out there that they're looking at their retirement right now. And of course, RSPs, you know, the world markets are not faring too well right now. What do you think about real estate as a long-term hold? I think real estate is just excellent as a long-term hold. And the thing with real estate is it is always recovers, but I don't see anything that's going to drop the prices right now. But even if they did, like the rents are, are getting to the stage that they are, are a reasonable return on investment themselves. If you own real estate, you can just count on your rental income and keep a steady income. And then the fact that the prices are likely to go up is just an added bonus. I know that you are also a fairly extensive real estate investor. And when we talk about the Toronto condominium market, prices have kind of, you know, peaked in that in that range, which have made it a little bit difficult to be an investor in that market because we are seeing some negative cash flow. What would you have to say to some of the people that are buying some of this new stuff? What do you think? I'm not a big fan of investing in um in the high-rise condos, although certainly they've done extremely well over the years. The problem is that as a long-term hold, the maintenance fees and taxes make the return on investment on a hold quite a bit lower than if on other investments like townhouses that are condominium with the maintenance fee lower and the, and, and the, and the um, tenants actually uh, uh, paying for their own utilities. Um, so, so, I mean... As a long-term investment, I'm not a fan of the high-rise condos. Um, but as I just said, like they've they've certainly uh, proven me wrong over the years as far as they've had some good returns. Folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Simply Real Estate with me, Todd C. Slater, and I've got broker owner, one of the founders of Remax, joining us, Greg Gilmore. We're very fortunate to have him on. We've got a wealth of knowledge. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to ask Greg to give us a bit of a checklist when you're interviewing an agent to, to list your home. Greg is definitely an authority there. And you know what? Stay with us. We're going to talk more about listing your home in 2016. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. Now back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. And yes, this is Simply Real Estate and I am Todd C. Slater. And joining me is Mr. Greg Gilmore. He is one of the founders of Remax here in Canada. One of the owners of one of the biggest brokerages, the Remax brokerage here in Canada as well. My mentor, probably one of the most knowledgeable people in the industry. Greg, thanks once again for joining us. Most people at the beginning of the year, you know, you and I have always known, we've seen the cycles. You know, people start thinking of listing their homes in January, February. For the listeners of the show here, one of the things that I try to encourage people, always go with a professional, somebody that's doing this full time. Can you kind of take us through some of the things that people should be looking for when interviewing a real estate agent? What should they be doing? Because, you know, not everybody does this on a regular basis. I would say the absolute most important thing is to make sure that you're dealing with somebody who is a full-time realtor. It is their number one focus. It's nice to get a top producer, but it doesn't have to be a top producer. It has to be somebody who's on your needs and is willing to devote their time to you, full-time real estate agent is the most important thing. You also have to make sure that they're knowledgeable and that you feel comfortable with them because those are the people that are going to advise you 
to accept or reject an offer that's put in front of you and also guide you through the whole process. And it's really important to listen to what the realtor says once you've got your trust in that person. And so you have to feel that you can trust that person important to pick the right person. Craig, one of the things, again, this was a big topic for us last year here on Simply Real Estate was we always want to talk about professional realtors. This is what they do. This is their career, you know, their full-time job. You mentioned something that's very difficult because we get people telling us, well, houses sell themselves. What's your take on that? I've always disagreed with that. You've got to have the proper understanding in the marketplace. Where do you look at it? Oh my gosh. The um, proper representation is so important. Most people don't understand that many people in the real estate business only sell like three houses per year and they consider themselves real estate agents where the industry average is probably close to nine or 10. If you take a look at a company like Remax, the average agent sells about 14 to 16 houses a year. There's a substantial difference and the knowledge difference between them is just unbelievable. There's no hidden reason that uh, Remax is the largest and most productive real estate organization in the world. Actually, it's not the largest real estate organization in the world. It just sells more houses than any other real estate organization because we hire better people and our people are more productive. So it's hard not to have a Remax person in your interview progress. That makes a lot of sense because, I mean, Remax probably sells one in every three or one in every two properties that is sold nowadays in just about every marketplace. Folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010. I am your host, Todd C. Slater, and joining me, of course, is broker owner Greg Gilmore. He is one of the founders of Remax. Um, he's the owner of Remax Realty Specialists. And again, he's one of my mentors. I've known for almost 25, maybe almost 30 years. One of the things that always motivated me to go to you and have people talk to you is that your ability to share your knowledge with other people. I think one of the things that I'd have to ask you is that, is this something you encourage in your agents? Because one of the things that I've noticed in the last couple of years, agents decide that they want to keep the information even tighter, where I think it's almost the duty of an agent to actually educate the public as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm very, very fortunate because we have our top salespeople training our newer people. They share all their great ideas. In fact, January 12th, we have three to 400 of our salespeople joining us for the 2016 kickstart. And we have volunteer speakers who are just like leaders in the industry sharing what they do to take care of their clients. It's not just to sale the house. It's taking care of the clients through the whole process. That's really important. It's looking after their mortgage, making sure that they know whether they're going to have a discharge penalty on their existing mortgage or whether they can portable it to a new house. There's just so many factors that the general public doesn't even realize that they have to consider. That's a great point, Greg. As I would say from my past, I was one of your speakers at some points there. You know, but you were very, very, very willing to share your knowledge and you were the top salesperson in our company for a number of years. You've done extremely well in your career and we're very proud of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And one of the reasons why I wanted our listeners to actually hear from you is the fact that Folks, the most important thing when you do interview agents, you do have to have a comfort level. And the one thing that I can assure you that is um, companies like Remax Realty Specialist and, and professionals like Greg Gilmore, they do encourage that in all of their people. You must have confidence in the person that you're listing with. This is the biggest 
sale of your life when you start moving your, if you're buying a property or you're selling a property, this is the biggest transaction of your life and you need proper representation. Greg, maybe some advice you can give people for 2016. What should they be doing? You know, when's a good time to sell a house? When's a good time to buy a house, get pre-qualified, that kind of thing. What should people be doing right now? If we talk about buying, then the big thing is to buy as quickly as possible because it's very likely that you can't save fast enough to keep up with the marketplace. If you think about buying a home for $400,000 and you can save, what, $10,000 a year, it would be pretty aggressive. But last year, prices went up by 12%. That means that a $400,000 home went up over $40,000. So you just can't save fast enough to keep up with the rising prices. I mean, some people have expressed some concerns about prices maybe falling in the near future. Darn, I just don't see it. I don't see uh, the factors that will change the marketplace in the greater Toronto area because the demand is just still there. And with the interest rates being affordable, I would say try and get into the marketplace as soon as you possibly can. In the big picture, if you hold on to a home for 10 years, it doesn't matter if the price falls a little bit because it's going to come back up. Basically, once you get into the real estate market and you can afford the monthly payments, it's usually better than paying rent and paying for somebody else's investment. So first-time buyers should try and get into the market as quickly as possible. And I do like to see people stretch when they first buy to try and get into something affordable, but if they can stretch to start with a townhome rather than a high-rise condo, I think it's better. But if a high-rise condo is all you can afford and you can buy it, by replacing your rent with a real estate investment, then keep the condo for a long, long time. Excellent advice. Greg, I want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate your time, everybody. Mr. Greg Gilmore from REMAX Realty Specialist, one of the founders of REMAX. Awesome guy, very knowledgeable. Hey, folks, if you do want to reach Greg, you can reach him at 905-858-3434. Again, just a slew of professionals that he works with and very, very knowledgeable. We're going to come right back after this break, so stay with us. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. When you take a take of somebody that's been in the industry for almost, you know, 40, 41 years, you have to look at it and say, okay, is that experience talking or is it hope? Because A lot of the marketplace is driven by hope. And, you know, when we sit there and say experience, it's normally experience that what we've already seen. But are we just hoping that the marketplace keeps going or do we actually have a substantial market? Why is Vancouver and why is Toronto maintaining itself? Are we defying odds? Is this why some of the doomsayers are out there saying, hey, the market's going to crash, the market's going to crash? You know, this is the one thing that I think people have to get in their heads, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be very bold about this, but we have become a world-class city and economy, both Toronto and Vancouver. We have. We've, We've finally broken through, and people will deem our two cities as probably the top 10 cities in the world. When that happens, real estate values now have more substantiability meaning that they can sustain themselves. It's almost, and I'm not going to use gold because I've watched gold tank this year as well, or or this past year, you know, it's up and down like a yo-yo. But what we see is people are 
trying to get something that is in limited supply. And that is what the Toronto real estate market is. You know, we don't always have to talk about the suburbs because the suburb market, of course, um, it's priced a little bit less than the center core market and it goes up still a solid percentages, but we're not the same. It's not, you know, the 905 didn't go up by 12% across the board. You know, let's say the 905 goes up by 8%. Is that a good investment? Well, we have to be careful that we don't call your principal residence a investment. It's your home. It's a place that you hang your hat. It's a place you're going to pay off. It's a place that your family is going to grow up in. And it's something that everybody needs. Somebody needs a home. You know, you have to live somewhere. But is it truly an investment? You know, we hope that over time, you know, it'll go up in value. You pay down the debt and ta-da, you've got equity. And equity is probably one of the most important things for your future. If, let's say, your retirement investment is struggling because some of these stocks are, and I don't know, and if for those of you that have come to our seminar, when we hold our simple seminars, you know, we talk, you know, somewhat, some of the motivation behind owning investment real estate. And owning investment real estate is to give you the sustainability in your retirement, you know, the ability to having an asset that's going to be, you know, maintainable over a long period of time. And then there's the people that, you know, have their money invested in other avenues. And unfortunately for a lot of the, a lot of you out there, those have been very inconsistent. And so you're not heading down the right road for your future, or at least it doesn't seem like it's going to work for you because again, your investments are going down, but yet you're getting closer to retirement. So how do we figure out what we can do. Because, you know, I always like a new year. You know, I like a new year because this is where we can start setting goals. And I think everybody should set goals at the beginning of a year. For me, I always set a goal of how many properties are we going to buy? And then I say, how many properties are we going to keep? And how many are we going to allow for our investors to own? And this is part of our program at The Simple Investor. And, you know, I don't always talk about The Simple Investor very much in length, um, on the show because I want to focus on real estate, real estate knowledge. And this is one of the things that we always want to make sure people understand. This is not an infomercial by any stretch. You know, I'm here because we want to convey real estate to the world. And that's what Simply Real Estate is about. And being News Talk 1010's, you know, real estate expert, you know, one of the most important things for us to do is make sure that we analyze real estate to its fine point. But at the beginning of the year, you need to analyze yourself and your financial needs and goals to a fine point. And can investment real estate benefit you in 2016? Now, we know interest rates are still in very good shape. And there are areas where you can negotiate and you can still get less than 3% interest rate out there. So does this make sense for investment real estate? Now what you have to do is you have to figure out, are you going to be a landlord or is somebody else going to manage the property for you? And on top of that, what can you afford and where should you afford it? Part of the things that we do at The Simple Investor is to focus on these exact things. Figure out where you should buy. Figure out who should be the manager and who should be the tenant. These are all very important things. If you're going to go down that road of investment real estate, by the way, you can always go to thesimpleinvestor.com to find out more about our program. But this year, I will definitely promise you, I will talk to you about investment real estate, help you analyze what works best for you. And again, investment real estate is something that I believe everybody should have in their portfolio for their future. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Simply Real Estate, and I am your host, Todd C. Slater. And I'm just kind of wrapping up the idea of what should 2016 look like for your investment portfolio? Should it contain investment real estate? 
So let's get off the topic of investment real estate for a minute. How about yourself? Have you bought a property? Are you currently a homeowner? Are you thinking of buying a property? Or for that matter, are you thinking of upsizing? This is a good time still to buy real estate. We're not in a crash marketplace. And again, one of the things that Greg did reiterate is the fact that, you know, if you're saving to buy a property, it's probably going up faster than the money you can save. If you're holding off in buying, then six months now from now, the property is going to be worth more. So what stops you from actually committing and buying to real estate? Is it your nerves? Is it the lack of education? Is it the lack of money? And when I mean education, I don't mean that you're not educated, but it's what's out there for you. What is in the marketplace for you to buy? This is where hiring a professional realtor and having them keep you up to date is very important. Now, I know a lot of people love to go on MLS.ca and they set up all the search criteria and everything gets sent to you. And then all of a sudden you drive by the property and you get disappointed. Well, folks, that's what how realtors make their money. They're supposed to go out there. They're supposed to look for your property for you. And that's how they can earn a commission is actually doing the job you hire them to do. So this is the kind of thing that right now, here we are, we're through the first week of 2016. What are your plans? Are you going to sell your house? If you do plan on selling your house, then we've got to talk about that checklist. And I'm just going to reiterate it. Make sure the property's ready. Make sure you've done the due diligence to your property before listing it. In other words, get your furnace inspected. Make sure you know what kind of condition your home is in. You know, do the necessary things that you will not get caught off guard when you're in the middle of an offer. Second of all, start interviewing some agents. Even if you don't plan on moving until the summer, interview now. You know why? They're hungry. They're hungry for the business. They're going to give you the facts and then they're going to keep you updated on all the current and recent sales until the time you put your property on the market. This is very important. You need the knowledge and that's what I mean getting the education. You need the knowledge of the marketplace. See, unfortunately, with MLS.ca, you cannot find out what it's sold for. Now, I know some agents will send around a, you know, a, a flyer that says sold for 102% of the asking price. Well, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. But not all of them go out that way. And for yourselves, you need to know where the market is. There's for sale, and then there's sold. You could look at a house and say, okay, that seems really cheap, but then it sells for $300,000 over the asking price. Or you can say that's crazily expensive, and then it goes for $100,000 less than the asking price. So this is where you need to get the education on what is happening in your market. This is the time. If you're going to do anything in 2016, even if you plan on putting your house on the market in the fall, this is the time where you start setting it in motion. You start letting people know that potentially your house is going to come in the market in the fall and they can start lining up buyers for you. You start knowing what's going on. You start getting repairs done. You get everything ready. Remember, you want the money shots if your house is going out on the MLS.ca. Because one of the things I can assure you is that if you put your house on the market and you don't have a realtor that takes a million pictures, then people are going to say, what's wrong with the house? So even if you're going to sell in the fall, this spring, when your garden looks fantastic, take a lot of pictures. Give them to your realtor when you list the property. Make sure they put those out. And the reason why is you want your home to show the best. Do the simple stuff. Declutter. I know we just came through Christmas. I know that, you know, hey, listen, we still have our Christmas tree up, and I don't know where we're going to put it, but, you know, because we're in our new house for the first year, so we've got a lot of stuff to put away. But fortunately, we're not selling. 
So for us, it's like, okay, well, we can stack stuff in a corner right now. But if you're selling, you can't do that. You need to make your house look bigger. So keep that in mind. When we're doing everything and getting everything ready to sell a house, make it clean, you know, make it tidy, you know, declutter, make sure you've got the repairs done, or at least know what the repairs need to be, take lots of pictures, and you're ready to sell. Now, how about if you're going to buy? Well, have you talked to your mortgage broker lately? Have you talked to the banks? Do you know where you stand? Have you seen your credit report? Can you borrow money? And I'm not just talking to first-time homebuyers. I'm talking to people that actually are in properties that, you know, probably went out and got two new cars, a couple of couches from Leon's, and now how much credit do you have left? How much room can you borrow to go to the next level? You know what, folks? It's always good to have everything lined up so you know exactly what you can do. 2016 is going to be a good year for real estate. I'm not going to say we're going to go up 12%, but I will say that if you own real estate, you'll do well. If you're buying real estate, it'll be a good year for it. I think interest rates are going to stay in check. In check means that they're not going through the roof. The economy itself, we'll see. We'll see what Mr. Trudeau does for us for 2016. Not sure if all his promises can be met, but if some of them are, it's going to be good for Canada. But the rest of it, the rest of the world, our Canadian dollar, as low as it is, I wish that we had the Caribbean in our, in our back pocket, but unfortunately, for those of you traveling, it's going to cost a little bit more money. So maybe some of us are going to stay at home. Well, you know what? Have a vacation at home. That's one of the important things. Before you start digging up for a pool, though, I'll tell you what, I'm going to make sure I run a show and I'll get a pool expert in so we can talk about pools later on, uh, probably maybe in the next couple weeks or the next couple months. We'll get a specialist in so we can talk about it. Anyways, thanks for tuning in this week. Remember, tune in to me next week. We're going to be live. You can call in with your questions. I'm your host, Todd Z. Slater, right here at Simply Real Estate. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at 905-812-2524 or go to thesimpleinvestor.com. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>